0: Somebody praise the Lord in the house this morning. Praise Amen. Praise the Lord. Glad to have you with us today. Glad to have all our visitors with us this morning. Appreciate you being here with us. We got a lot of folks out on vacation and doing different things and got some in the hospital. We're going to have a, be having a special prayer in just a moment for those. And uh, But uh, let's uh, just get ready to just worship the Lord. Praise the Lord. Is that okay? A couple announcements. Uh, uh, as we said, welcome to our visitors. Uh, so glad to have my... My sister with us this morning, my sister and brother-in-law, Elder and Keith Barkley. So glad to have them with us today. They they come periodically. They surprised me this morning, and we're so glad to have them. Tuesday morning prayer meeting at 10 o'clock. Then Tuesday night deacon meeting has been canceled. Uh, we won't be having a deacon meeting this uh, this week. Uh, it's been canceled. We'll set it to a later date uh, later on. Then Wednesday night Bible study. We know Brother Max on vacation, so he won't be here. So um, I'll be doing the Wednesday night uh Bible study again And uh, so just pray for us That we can do half as well as he does And then on Saturday morning June the 19th We need all men that we can possibly get To meet at the church At 8 o'clock Or at Brother Paul Mitchell's house Because we, we'll need him to remove the ramp And we're going to need all the help we can get uh, And we'll we we'll Pray in hard that some of the younger guys Is going to come and help us out Because those older guys Uh, most of our backs is out of whack and we can't do a whole lot but we'll do what we can so all you younger guys pray real hard this week don't forget Saturday morning at 8 o'clock in Brother Paul Mitchell's Mitchell's house or either just meet here at the church at 8 o'clock and then we'll go over there so uh, we appreciate everyone for doing that and helping us out with that also upcoming events Father Day is next Sunday uh, so Father's Day be next Sunday. There will be no evening service for next Sunday. And then also starting Monday, June the 21st through the 25th, uh, there will be Vacation Bible School. There will be a meal for everyone. Starts at 6 o'clock each night. Classes for all ages, including adults. So we've got Vacation Bible School that's going to cover classes for everybody. If you want to come to Vacation Bible School, by all means, we encourage you to come, and let's uh, get involved and see what we can do there. Amen? Any other announcements right quick? Not. Let us stand this one, if you would. We want to go to the Lord in prayer, but uh, uh, I want to pray for Sister Pauline Morris. Uh, she's in the hospital. They called me uh, late yesterday evening and let us know that they were admitting her in the hospitals. Uh, I, I did a phone tree on her, and uh, uh, she's having... Uh, basically I think she said congestive heart failure having a hard time breathing so let's remember her also let so remember uh, Brother uh, Jackie Edgerton and Sister Carolyn Edgerton the Lord's going to bless them and help them Lord uh, uh, also and then uh, Brother Bill Thornton. we want to remember Brother Bill in prayer Brother Bill uh, uh, he's going through surgery tomorrow uh, so uh, he's, he's let me know and Asked me if we would be praying for him, so I want us to remember Brother Bill Thornton tomorrow in prayer. Matter of fact, I'm going to ask Brother Marcus if he would to come. We're going to anoint him on behalf of Brother Bill Thornton, and also Mary Sullivan. I talked to Brother Buddy. I was getting ready to leave and come to church, and he gave give me a call. Says Sister Mary is in the hospital. She's got a UTI, and also her heart enzymes are up. Uh, so we want to remember her in prayer. And I told him that I would have someone standing behalf of her this morning also. So I'm ask Sister Kay if she would to come. We're going to anoint her and pray for Sister Mary. Uh, and also uh, uh, this morning, uh-oh, I just mentioned Jack and Carolyn. They're coming in the building. Look at that. That's good right there. Amen? amen. Praise the Lord. All right. Also, want to remember my sister this morning. She's had surgery on her shoulders. We know she's had a couple surgeries on that. And uh, uh, she's also uh, going to have to go through a nuclear stress test. They're going to put her on the moon and bring her back. So uh, she's going through a nuclear stress test uh, next week, I think it is. So to remember her. I'm going to ask her if she wouldn't mind coming up here. We're to pray for you, too. That'd be okay. Um, Keith, you can come with her. Judy, come with her, if you would. And uh, we're going to pray for sister. Uh, my sister editor this morning That God's going to touch How many believe God still heals Amen. God still blesses God still delivers Amen And uh, sister uh, Lisa Susan God. Parrish is the ventilator. <clears throat> That's great That's the kind of God we serve Amen, Amen. 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 Anyone else Yeah Okay, Sister Josephine. Okay, Sister Josephine Brazel. Uh, we want to remember her in prayer, huh? Pauline, she's Sister Margaret standing there for Pauline. Let's okay. also remember my cousin Angie Renfrew, and uh, the Lord's going to touch her and meet the need there also. Okay. Okay. All right, Brother Norman, would you come and stand on behalf of Sister Browns? feel free to come up you know stand on behalf of somebody or whatever just let me know who you're standing in behalf of when I get to you you sit right where you are we get you okay let's pray God's gonna intervene and have his way praise the Lord Heavenly Father, this morning we're so thankful for every blessing, Lord, you bestowed upon us, Lord. Father, we've heard praise reports this morning, and God, we're so thankful for those, God. And we just ask you, Lord, to continue to bless. Father, continue to intervene. Father, continue to meet these needs of these people, God. And Father, you know we'll stand carefully give you the praise, the glory, and honor for everything that's done, Lord. God, in Jesus' precious name, every every name that was spoken out this morning, God. Father, you know their needs, Lord. And Father, we just bring it all to you, God, because Jesus took it through the cross of Calvary, Lord, not only for our salvation, but also for the healing of our bodies, Lord. And Father, we just come to you now, believing and trusting and knowing, Lord, that the word of God is truth. And Jesus said, ask anything in my name, and it shall be done. So Father, we just ask ask you now to have your way, and God, we just ask you, Lord, to bless, Father. Now we're getting ready, Lord, to pray for these individuals, Lord, and God, I just pray, Lord, as these people are standing in behalf of those, Lord, uh, God, that you're going to meet their need right where they are, God, that the Holy Ghost of God is going to move, Lord, uh, right where they are, in their home, in their hospital room, wherever they may be today, God. Father, we just ask you to move and work miracles. Father, Lord, I just pray for Sister Josephine right now, God, Lord, as I know her husband, Lord. uh, God, you're going to touch her, Lord. Father, Fractured her lower back, Lord. Father, excruciating pain, uh, and God, I just pray that some way, somehow, God, those vertebrae uh, are going to come together. Father, that fracture, Lord, is going to be mended, Lord. Uh, and God, no, no, no surges, no anything, because, Lord, you're the healer. And I pray, God, you touch her, Lord, and work miracles, Lord. Uh, Father, on her behalf, Lord, today, master, we give you the praise in Christ's name right now. Father, I pray for Sister Pauline this morning. God, you will touch her. You will bless her. God, Father, that, that, that uh, Lord, the problem breathing, Lord, I just pray, uh, God, you just move and work miracles, Lord. Father, I just pray, Lord, uh, God, you have your divine way, Lord. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, God, touch her heart this morning, God, Lord. Father, men, Lord, everything that needs to be fixed, I pray you will fix it, God. She desires to be in church so bad, God. For Father, meet her need, Lord, I pray, God, in Jesus' name. God, as you just touch and bless, Lord, Father, in the name of Jesus, we humbly pray, God, right now. Father, I pray, Lord, for Brother Bill Gordon right now, God, right where he's at, Lord. God, no doubt, he's watching us right now, God, Father, through the Internet, Lord. now not able to be with us this morning, God, Lord, because of procedures he's got to do, Father get prepared for tomorrow Lord But God tomorrow had not got here yet Lord but my God is here today God he's also will be here tomorrow But Father today we come to the Throne of God and we have for Brother Bill Lord You would touch his body God with the healing Power of God Lord Father the growth that's there God you're going to remove it Lord In Jesus name God just work miracles I pray God as you touch his body Lord Father mend him and God fix him Lord I pray God in Jesus mighty name Father touch his wife Sister Ruth Lord God you would touch her and bless her and give her strength, Lord, and heal her body, Lord. Father, the pains uh, that she has, God. Father, do touch and bless and work miracles, Lord. Today, we humbly pray, God. Uh, Father, in Jesus' mighty name, God. Uh, Father, I pray for Sister Mary Sullivan this morning, God. Uh, Father, I know it's Sister K, Lord, right now on behalf of her. God, you will touch her in that hospital room right now, that UTI go. Uh, Father, the enzymes come down to normal, Lord. Uh, Father, that heart straighten out. Everything be fixed, Lord. Uh, in the name of Jesus, Father, the pains uh, she's been having in her knees, God. I pray, God, uh, Father, you're going to touch and bless and heal there also, Lord, uh, in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I'll anoint Sister to this morning, God, on behalf of uh, Brother Paul's mom and dad, Lord, the in-laws, Lord, as she said, uh, but God, I pray you will touch them right now, God, as you meet the deed, Lord. Touch and bless, heal, deliver, and set free, God, uh, Father, in Jesus' precious name. Father, we do thank you, we do praise you, we do glorify you, we honor you, Lord, for everything you've done, Lord, <coughs> or doing, Lord, in Jesus' name. So God, have your way today, Master, and Lord, we just thank you right now, God, in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the praise report. What was her name? Susan Perry. Susan Parrish, Lord, we thank you for the praise report, Lord, had COVID, uh, Lord, was on the ventilator, Lord, God, Lord, the Lord not looking good at all, uh, but Father, you've come on the scene, you've blessed, you delivered her, uh, Father, you brought her off the ventilator, Lord, not only that, uh, God, you are healing her body right now, I'm gonna bring her home, uh, God, everything gonna be alright, Lord, that's what we believe, that's what we're praying for, and God, we thank you for it right now, Master in Jesus' precious name, uh, God, have your way, Lord, we humbly pray, uh. Father, I praise, thank you, Lord, for Sister Carolyn this morning, uh, God, you continue to touch her continue to bless her god continue to meet her need uh, lord in jesus name god thank you for the praise report uh, but from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet the healing power of god uh, father the moving work miracles touch jack this morning god father meet his knees lord i pray today lord uh, father in jesus mighty name hallelujah hallelujah praise glory to god praise. glory to god hallelujah hallelujah thank you jesus hallelujah lay your hand on her hallelujah father In Jesus name right now God Father my dear sister I pray for today God she's been through a whole lot Lord Father took a trip to Israel to see the Holy Land Father to walk where Jesus walked Lord to see what Jesus did Father experience Lord the things Lord of Israel Lord in the Holy Land God and Father on the way back Lord Father a freak accident Lord that broke her shoulder and messed it up kind of bad Lord and God she's had to have two surges on it this morning God Father already so God we thank you for what you're doing now her praise report is Lord it is filled Butter, the pain's not like it was so God we're looking for complete healing Lord Father we're looking for complete rotation Lord of this thing God Father she's going to be able to move it Lord and use it Lord as normal Lord as she ever has Lord because Lord when you do something you do it right God you do it well so Father thank you for touching her and blessing her thank you for the doctors Lord for what they do and all the things they're able to do Lord but God they can't heal us Lord all they can do Lord is, is, is do surgeries and different things Lord and Father the results is entirely up to you so God, we trust you with it today, uh, Father, for complete healing, Lord. Uh, I pray, God, for that heart this morning, God. Uh, Father, you're going to move and bless and touch and work miracles, Lord. Uh, God, what the doctors are looking for, they ain't going to find it. Uh, Lord, what the doctor thinks it is, it ain't what it is. Uh, because, God, it ain't what it is sometimes. Uh, and, God, we pray, Lord, and thank you for the healing right now. In Jesus' name, uh, Father, we give you the praise, the glory, and honor. Uh, and, God, we accept it in Jesus' name. Uh, Father, touch my brother-in-law, Lord. Uh, he's been going through some things, Lord. Touch him, about uh, He'll give them strength, Lord, I pray. God, as you meet their every need, Lord, in Jesus' precious name. God, we thank you today. Father, we praise you today. God, we honor you today, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody needs to shout and praise the Lord today because of what God's done and what God's doing today, amen? Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God Hallelujah, hallelujah Father, I thank you for Sister Judy this morning God, Father thank you for allowing her to be with us today Lord, Father touch her body From the crown of her head to the sole of her feet And heal her Lord In Jesus name And God we give you the praise, the glory and honor Father for everything that's done Somebody say praise the Lord Glory to God Hallelujah, hallelujah I don't know about you But I believe God's getting ready to do something I, I said, I believe, I believe God's getting ready to do something. Amen. Amen. Brother David's going to come, and we're going to worship the Lord, him and Sister Karen. Part of our praise team is off, enjoying their vacation, and we hope they're enjoying it. And uh, but they'll be back hopefully next week, and we'll continue on as it are. But today, we got the best of the best. Somebody shout praise the Lord. Give these guys a hand this morning.
1: Amen. Amen. Where there's a way, there's a way maker in there. Amen. Y'all sing along with us. You are here, moving in our midst. I worship you, I worship you worship you, I worship you. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Waymaker, worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are here, touching every heart. I worship you, I worship you. You are Worship
0: you, I worship
1: you. Waymaker, miracle miracle worker, promise, keeper light in in the the darkness, darkness. my God. That is who you are. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise, keeper light in the darkness. darkness. My God, that is who you are You are here, touching every life I worship you, I worship you You are here, meeting every need I worship you worship You. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise deeper light in the darkness, my God, that is who You are. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise deeper light in the darkness, my God, That is who you are, amen, days of Elijah These are the days of Elijah, declaring the word of the Lord And these are the days of your servant, Moses, righteousness being restored. And these are the days of great trial, of famine and darkness and sword. Still we are the voice in the desert, crying, prepare ye the way of the Lord, behold he At the trumpet call, lift your voice. It's the year of Jubilee, and out of Zion's hill salvation comes. These are the days of Ezekiel the dry bones becoming as flesh. And these are the days of your servant David rebuilding a temple of praise. These are the days... The year of Jubilee and out of Zion's hill, salvation comes. There's no, like There's, no. No like There's no God like Jehovah. 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 It's the year of Chevrolet the lord
0: praise let's praise the lord one of these days soon he's coming how many believe that yeah. you might be seated if you so desired the presence of the lord is here today we thank god for that yeah. amen yeah. thank you thank you everyone for being here today we just pray god's blessings upon you we know god's gonna have his way this morning we want you to take another step look your neighbor say take another step i'm going to the book of ezekiel Chapter number 4, verses 1 through 47. I mean, Ezekiel 47, verses 1 through 7. Amen. Take another step. That's what God wants us to do. I don't know about you, but I'm getting ready to move with the Lord. How about you? Amen. Amen. Bible says in verse 1 of chapter 47 of Ezekiel, At the word, he brought me again unto the door of the house. And behold, waters issued out from under the threshold of the house eastward. For the forefront of the house stood toward the east, and the waters came down from under, from the right side of the house at the south side of the altar. Somebody say altar churches need to get back using the altars again don't you believe that amen but the water is running out beneath the altars verse 2 says then brought he me out of the way of the gate northward and led me about the way without unto the other gate by the way and look at the eastward that looketh eastward and behold there ran out waters on the right side and when the man had and when and when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward he measured a thousand cubits uh, and he brought me through the waters uh, and the waters were to the ankles again he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters uh, the waters were to the knees uh, again he measured uh, a thousand and brought me through the waters uh, the, and, and the waters were to the loins at the measured a thousand uh, and it was a river that I could not pass over for the waters were risen water to swim in uh, a river that could not be uh, be passed over and verse 6 says and he said unto me son of man uh, hast thou seen this uh, then he brought me and caused me to return to the brink of the river and now when I had returned behold uh, at the bank of the river were very many trees uh, on the one side and on, and on the other somebody say pray, pray, bless God for the reading of his word this morning amen, amen. The rivers this morning speaks of progression. Tell somebody I'm making progress, amen. I'm not everything I want to be, but I'm making progress. I'm not where I want to be, but I thank God I'm not where I used to be, amen. I'm glad I'm moving forward for the glory of God. I'm not at Z yet, but but I'm not at A either. I'm somewhere in between, but I'm on my way to do what God is gonna have me to do. Somebody shout praise the Lord take one more step is what I want you to do take another step amen the river went from ankle deep to knee deep to waist deep to a river that you could not cross over waters you had to swim in I want to tell somebody this morning you ain't seen nothing yet I'm on my way you can't sit around on the bank or you, can, or you can splash in ankle deep water but I've already made up my mind if there is more for me I want to get everything God has for me I don't want to leave nothing out. I don't want to get to heaven one day and all of a sudden there's a barn over there and God says here open the door he said if you've would been obedient and done what I wanted you to do this is what you would have got. This is the gifts I had for you. This is the blessings I had for you. I don't know if it's going to be like that or not but I tell you this, if there is a barn there, when he opens it up, I want him to say, well done, you ain't got nothing in reserve. You use everything I gave you for the glory of God. It's time for the church to start using what God has. I want to tell somebody right now, you're going to make it. You may have to hit a rough spot, and it seemed like you're going to drown. But I came to tell you this morning, you're not going down, you're not going under. God has invested too much in you to let you throw in the towel now or let you drown. God has got his hands on you, and he's going to lift you up all the way. Amen. I'm telling somebody right now who's in the heart, who's in a hard place. And the devil's telling you it's not worth it. You're not going to make it. I got news for you. But I came to tell you it's going to get better. Sometimes on your way to the honey, you have to get stung a few times, but it's worth it all. There are some things that that you'll struggle with right now. You may be struggling. In a little while, you're going to look back and say, I can't believe that that was ever an issue with me because the God I serve, he brought me through it as though it was nothing. So it's not an issue at all folks, if you just put your faith and trust in God, he'll bring you through everything that you're facing this morning. The devil's a liar. You've got to realize that from the very get-go. He wants to discourage you. He wants you to quit. He'd love nothing more for me to throw the towel in and quit. The ankles speak of an end to the old, but not really anything new happening yet. Ankle deep water. Or we could say, saved but still wrestling with sinful desires. Saved but not too sanctified. Saved but still selfish. Everything is about me. In the water, but just barely. In the water, but still in control. In the water, but still got a bad temper. In the water, but still have issues and anger and unforgiveness. you in the water. you ankle deep. In other words, you still got control, folks. You got to take another step and let and let God take control and use whatever he's got for the glory of God. All of us has got something for God. He didn't save you to sit on a pew. He didn't save you to come to church. Some people tell you the Lord saved me so I wouldn't go to hell. That ain't what he saved you for. He saved you so you will worship and glorify him. He saved you so you'd make more disciples. He saved you so you could tell others about the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and get them saved. That's what he saved us for. In water but still watching things that feed the old nature. In the water but still listening to music that stirs the old desires. Talk about ankle deep. In the water but still living by the desires of the flesh you can tell folk who are stuck in ankle deep water the water is always muddy around them because they're always stirring something up they're always murmuring, complaining backbiting and belly about something it's too cold, it's too hot it's too loud, it's too bright it's not bright enough, the seats are too hard the seats are too soft Amen. the seats are too close together our seats ain't been close together for over a year now because we've had to set six feet apart from one another. We're still separating ourselves to some degree. Right. COVID ain't left yet, but the God I serve is still in the midst of all that too. He's taking care of all that, amen? Yeah. 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 The preacher preaches too long, long-winded. Communion juice is too sour. People complain. Well, I found out we got a winery right down the street so we can get some fresh stuff and bring it in Now, let me clarify myself because I'm not talking about going to the winery and getting the wine because I found out they got pure grape juice over there too that has not been fermented. I'm gonna tell this little story. When I first came, I hadn't been here too long. And me, and, me and Judy stopped over at the, at, at, at the place that were picking grapes and stuff. You go in and pick grapes and stuff. I didn't go in and pick the grapes, but they had some grape juice there in bottles. I said, What is this? She said, It's grape juice. I said, Is it grape juice or is it grape juice? She said, It's grape juice. In other words, it ain't been done what's been to it to make it tipsy. She said, No, no, sir. This is just pure solid grape juice. So I bought a bottle. And it's in, the, it's in the wine bottle. And I brought it to church and in my office. And, I, and Brother Mac was in my office and I told him, I said, Brother Mac, him and Sister Lloyd was in the office and I told him, I hadn't been here too long, a few weeks, I think it was. So I told him, I said, I had the bag and I pulled out the bag and I pulled out and I said, I said, Brother Mac, this is what me and you just got. He grabbed that bag, put it back on top of it. I said, Man, don't let nobody see that. I said, What do you mean? There ain't no more grape juice. He said, I know. But it rep- what the bottle represents uh, is not representing grape juice. Uh-huh. Amen? Yeah. How many know the Bible says don't let your goods be spoken evil of? Right. So he wrapped it up right quick. He said, mm, No, don't <laughs> hide that. <laughs> hide that. I said, It's just grape juice. He said, I know. But hide that. I said, Okay. So I. Almost like I was slipping something. I slipped it out to the car, the truck, whatever, and put it in there, hid it, you know. (coughs) But that really felt good at the time. I thought, well, I'm doing something now. I'm slipping something. (laughs) Amen? Amen. It's like one time I was mowing grass at another church I pastored years ago. And it had a lot of road frontage on the main road. And I was mowing grass, and I was going along there, and here lays this beer bottle. It was a Budweiser beer bottle, one of those big brown cork bottles. Some of you know what I'm talking about. A big brown cork bottle. So I pull up beside it, I pick it up, and I'm riding along with my lawnmower just like this right here. I'm sitting on the lawnmower, driving it like that, and I got that beer bottle sitting right here. I made about three trips around that yard, the front yard. And I happened to look on my knee, I said, you know, this year don't look too good right here preacher I here more aggressive <laughs> don't let your goods be spoken evil of huh? so brother James I took that bottle and slung it <laughs> I got rid of it real quick because if somebody would have come by and saw that guess what that's a beer drinking preacher that's what they'd have said that's what they'd have thought why because the appearance of it was there can I tell you something? Sometimes the appearance of things uh, ain't exactly what they are. Uh, so we might better be careful how quick we are to judge somebody on what they're doing or not doing for the glory of God. Amen. Brother Matt, if you're watching, you know, that's, that's the way it happens, if I'm not mistaken. You know, you see, people are stuck in ankle deep water. They get jealous when other people get blessed or promoted. Someone gets promoted in the church and instead of being being happy for them, they form a stay-at-home committee then they come walking in Sunday morning with I bet you missed me uh, attitude uh, while I was gone no nope, we really didn't miss uh, the attitude that you have uh, or had we did miss you uh, but not the attitude uh, because you just, you just muddy up the waters uh, every, every, every time you do something like that uh, so you know what God wants you to do uh, he wants you to take another step uh, get out of the ankle deep water uh, get out of where it's going to be muddy all the time uh, get to the place uh, that you're really doing something for God Then they come walking in. They'll they'll tell your neighbor, you better take another step. The next level, what Ezekiel saw, when the man measured a thousand cubits, man, he measured a thousand cubits. He was on out there, he was getting way out there. The next level is the knees. The knees speak of worship, prayer, and humility. Here the attention begins to shift from self to Jesus. No longer worshiping the, 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 the dictates of the flesh, now seeking to please God. Talking about knee-deep water. In other words, it's hard. if you ever been out there in knee-deep water, it's harder to walk in it than it is in, 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 in ankle-deep water. So here the attention is shifted from self to Jesus. Amen. The important thing to note is the deeper you go in the river, the less flesh that you'll see. The deeper you go into the river, less control you'll have the deeper you go into the river the stronger the influence of the river's current becomes and the deeper you get in the river the farther you get from the shore the deeper you get in the river and less the less and influence the things of this world will have on you because when the deeper you get out there the water's got control of you and you got to stay steady and know what the water's doing in other words when you get out there deep enough you ain't thinking about what you're doing you're thinking about what you got to do if you get deep enough in God you won't be thinking about what you're doing you'll be doing what God is doing through you this morning in Jesus name so go ahead and take another step The third level, the river reaches the waste. In other words, he progressed to waste deep water. The waste, the Lord speaks of the reproductive powers. It speaks to the fact that as the children of God We should go beyond just being saved And even worshiping God We should also be reproducing ourselves In other words, Jesus reproduced himself in 12 disciples We also are to reduce the Christ life That life that is in us Into others As I said a while ago If you and I are to make disciples Amen. We're to reproduce ourselves How I many is proud of who you are today? I ain't talking about the proud that you know you you walk around like a peacock. That's not what I'm talking about. God don't like a prideful heart. That's not what I'm saying. Amen? So so if if there's such a thing as a holy proud, I'm thankful this morning of where God brought me from to where he's got me right now. And not only where he's got me right now, but where he's getting ready to take me. Amen? Because I know According to the word of God if Jesus tarries which I believe this is the generation that Jesus is going to come back you will look up and see the eastern sky split somebody says no it can't happen yes it can happen he could come right now if he wanted to but I just don't think he is but I believe that this is the generation because this world is getting in such turmoil and such mess amen I was reading the other night or the other day about how God in the book of Genesis the Bible declared that he got to the point that he was just plumb disgusted with man because every thought of man every thought of man was nothing but evil every thought of man was just 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 terrible and bad and it repented God that even made man so I got news for you the world is getting in the same shape in the days of Noah so as it is right now and Jesus Christ is soon getting ready to come back you don't believe we're getting in a mess You know what I understand and what's fixing to take place, what they're going to fight for right now? Majority House in Washington, D.C., they are fixed to put in law. They're going to fight for it. They're, going to, they're thinking hard, they're going to get it. That they're going to abolish every abortion law that every state has. In other words, these states that says you can't do abortion until a certain time, they are fixed to abolish all that. It's gonna be a federal law. That's what they're fighting for, that's what they're gonna try. And what I understand is, my friend, let me tell you something. When this goes through, there's a lot of people, there's already a lot of people that's got to answer for a lot of things that's being done in the United States of America right now. But when this goes through, it's gonna be purified pathetic. Because they're what they're gonna do, put it in federal law, what I understand is that you can have abortion right up to to the very minute uh, of birth, uh, I'm talking about nine months. Uh, take a child, aborted uh, at nine months old. Ain't that stupid? Uh, that's the most stupid. Life. If that's not murder, what is today? And I'm going to put somebody like that in the office? No, 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 no. no won't never happen to me. No, me that won't happen because if I do, I'm agreeing with what they're doing when you can have an abortion right up to the very last minute of, of birth no, no. it's murder from the time of conception if they have, if they have, if they have abortion Amen. because life begins at conception Amen. when that sperm cell hits that egg and the right one hits it and the right one penetrates and gets in there life begins right then There's a lot of people out there that would love to have children and can't have children. There's a lot of people out there that would love to have children and can't have children. My daughter even spoke about adopting one time because she couldn't have any. And then all of a sudden she had one. And I remember her saying, I don't understand how these people can have babies and don't want them, and we that can have babies and want them can't have them. She said, I don't understand that. I don't have the answers either. But I can tell you this, there's somebody out there that wants that child. Amen. 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 Yes. Somebody says, well, for certain conditions. I said, well, certain conditions, whatever, whatever you want to say. Let me tell you something, if there's a child that's, that's in the process of being born, God's hand's in it yes. somewhere. Yes. Somewhere, I don't care if it's rape, inside, I don't care what it is, somewhere God's hand is in the midst of that child right. that's yes. about to be born. Right. Yes. My mama could have aborted me. If she had, she'd have aborted the favorite. Oh, Lord, my sister's at you now, I shouldn't have said that. We always argue you with know, who was the favorite, who was the, you know, she was the oldest. <laughs> so I guess as, as things go by, as the way it goes, the baby's always the favorite, so I guess me and you and the one ain't the favorite. We're not the baby, we're right in the middle. Or you the top of it, amen? But somebody wants a child that can't have one. And God's got a purpose for every child that's in the process of being born. Amen? I just went there for some reason or I believe that every child of God should progress to the point that they are mentoring others in the faith. You and I ought to be mentoring others in the faith. We older ones that are in the church, you know what we're supposed to be. Ladies, you know what you're supposed to be doing. You older ladies, you're supposed to be teaching the younger ladies what to do, how to do, and when to do it. But you know what? Very seldom are our generation behind us is getting taught Anything. They're on their own. And we wonder why the world's in such a mess. That's it. Amen. We've lost one, we've done lost, almost completely lost one generation, but that don't, mean, that don't mean it can't be got back. Amen? If we get out there and really work for God and really really, really begin to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ huh, and let people know who Jesus is and get their, get their hearts turned on to Him, huh? let me tell you something. I don't care how far back you go, huh, they can be saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. Huh? Amen? It's through the blood that you get to the Father. Amen? Huh? So they can be, anybody that calls on the name of the Lord huh, can be saved today. Can I get an amen? Amen. Notice Ezekiel was being led into the progressive uh, revelation and experience of the Spirit of God. With this in mind, you realize that it was Ezekiel's choice. Amen. He had a choice. He could have stayed in that ankle deep water. But when the man measured when he measured a thousand cubits, he led him out there and that. When he measured another thousand, he didn't leave him there. Ezekiel went with him. In other words, we got a choice. We can stay where we are, we can stay how we are, we can we can just be who we are, or we can take another step for God and be who God wants us to be uh, and realize uh, it's not about me Lord uh, it's all about you uh, and you crucified in Jesus name Ezekiel had to take steps to move into deeper waters to go on he had to leave where he was at Pine level, how many is getting ready to move to the next level I know you come in this morning and notice what in the world are they doing they had done took down everything, they're getting ready. I mean what? Well, you need to pray for your pastor. because My wife is kind of real tight with it. But I'm gonna go up there and I'm gonna paint that wall right there. And I'm gonna paint that wall right there. I'm gonna paint that wall right there, and I'm gonna paint that wall right there, and I'm gonna paint that wall, right there, and, paint that wall. and eventually I'm gonna work my way around all the way back around to that corner right there. In other words, we get the whole sanctuary painted. that's that's what's going on right now. There's three TVs in my office three big TVs and my brother-in-law said what are they for I said there's three I'm going to eat one in each bedroom <laughs> he said are they yours I said no not at the churches one's going there one's going there and one's going up that's where they're going joy's getting ready to rock down on this stuff that he that he's been praying about ever. probably before I ever got here but when I first got here he come to me he said pastor this is, what, this is what I'd really like to do. I said, how much money are you talking about, Joy? He said, well, he told me this, and he said, that's a lie. I said, no, it's not. It's not no money at all to God. It's just dropping drop in a bucket of God. Just have faith. Just keep your faith. Just keep faith. Just keep faith. And he kept mentioning. We kept talking about it. Kept mentioning. Kept talking about it. And then this February, amen, in our business meeting, it was hard to believe that this church come together <clears throat> and put it in budget to raise the money. To, to do what, everything that needs to be done to upgrade us to HD that we can get everything done that needs to be done and Joyce says you better shave or you better make sure your rouge is right because when he gets through the lights and everything when you're on the TV then they'll be able to see exactly what your facial features are he was asked the question could he make us skinner? he can't do that that don't happen, amen but to go from where you are you got to take another step That's what Ezekiel had to do. That's what the church is getting ready to do. To go on, he had to leave where he was at. Hebrews chapter six, verse verse one, uh, the first part of that, therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection. Now notice what it's saying. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection. In other words, so, so come on, folks. Let's leave the preschool finger painting exercises on Christ and get on with the great, grand work of art. Let's grow up in Christ and move and take another step that he wants us to do and accomplish what God wants us to accomplish. That's what Paul's saying in Hebrews. This is what keeps many of God's people from making any real spiritual progress. They don't want to grow up. They don't want to become responsible and dependable. They don't want to leave the comfortable, the familiar. They would rather stand fat-footed in ankle-deep water where God has been than to to have to swim to where the unknown is, where God God called me to preach God called me to minister God anointed me He said son You build a kingdom I build a church And the only way I can build a kingdom Is move another step for the glory of God And keep climbing higher For where God wants me to go in Jesus name And I believe you want to go with me Note this He measured again The man with the line in his hand Went forth. This is speaking of the word of God. The line is the teaching and the preaching of the gospel. You will never progress spiritually beyond your knowledge of the word of God. Notice what I just said. You will never progress spiritually beyond your knowledge of the word of God. Go, this is where it's at. You like wisdom? Amen. You like knowledge? The Bible says seek God. And I wish I knew everything in this book. I'll never know everything in this book. When I get there, I'm gonna have to ask God about some certain things because I don't understand it yet. But it's amazing to me how you can pick it up and you've read that scripture scene like a hundred times and all of a sudden God just brings something out of that thing. Lord, I've never seen it like that before. I've never seen it before. You know what you're doing. You're beginning to learn and know more about the word of God. Amen. Because the word is Jesus. Jesus is the word. Wait a minute, preacher. Uh-uh. He told us in the book of John. John said, in the beginning was the word. The word was God and the word was with God. Amen. He also said the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Who is the word? Jesus Christ, he is the word the word was made flesh in him amen, so if I got his word in me, I got him amen, but I got to have that relationship with him before I can have anything else for the glory of God it ain't how much I read it ain't how much I do it's all about my relationship with the Lord amen, that's what it's all about, and when I got the relationship with the Lord right, then this is going to start being what it's supposed to be I hear people say, I don't understand what I'm reading. Let me tell you this. If you get into the spirit of the matter, because the word is spirit, the word was Holy Ghost led. Amen? Men of God led by the Holy Ghost. And some people say, well, it's, it's, it can't be It can't be perfect because it was written by man. Huh? No, it, man just pinned down huh, what the Spirit of God told him to pin down. Huh? So that's what we got. Huh? We got the Spirit of God in, in word here. Huh? So if we get in the spirit of the matter, huh, we begin to understand a whole lot more than what we understood when, when we read it the first time. Get in the spirit of the matter. Let the Holy Ghost grab a hold of you. Let the Holy Ghost use you. Let the Holy Ghost lead you through the word and you'll find out what, what, sometimes what it's all about. Can I get an amen? amen? Prayer is great. The anointing is great, but knowledge must lead us to the next step. If you want to go deeper with God, you must go deeper in the word. It is the responsibility. Uh-oh. It is the responsibility of our preachers and teachers, to stretch us, and to expand our thinking, amen. But I'm gonna go ahead and tell you what I've told you many times before: if all you get is what you get in church on Sunday morning, you don't get a whole lot. I don't care when you leave church uh, and, and wherever church you are and when you leave church you're just so excited. Uh, that man or that woman preached such a message. Uh, it just blessed me. It touched me. Uh, and it just, just did things, great things for me but I got news for you. That's all you got. You got to get in the word. Amen. You got to be like Ezekiel. You got to have make the choice. Uh, I'm going to make the next step. And the way to make the next step uh, is get totally in the word of God and let God lead you through the word. Can I get an amen? amen. Praise the Lord. Many good Christians have died of sickness and disease because they either were not taught the part of the gospel that generated faith to, for their healing, or they simply refused to let go of their traditions. That, that sickness is God's will. Some people will tell you uh, it's God's will for me to be sick. I got news for you. It ain't God's will for me to be sick in no matter. God wants to be healed. Somebody say, Well, why are you sick? I'm sick because of what I've done, not what God's done. Come on. Had a massive heart attack. Why? Because the arteries clogged up. Why did they clogged up? Because what I ate. I could get mad and blame God if I wanted to, but it don't work that way but I can tell you this, I'm thankful and blessed by God this morning uh, that he didn't let me die when I had that massive heart attack uh, that he gave the doctor's wisdom enough to open me up uh, and did put in bypasses. Uh, they told me they put four in uh, and what I understand, four, two of those four is already blocked back up uh, but you know what happened? Uh, those arteries that's around my heart, uh, they literally, God is a mighty God. Uh, God can do amazing things. This body uh, is created uh, to heal itself uh, if all possible. When those two arteries blocked up, uh, I didn't even know it, but when they did they did the catheterization on me they let me know, two of them blocked up but Mr. Marvin got some good news the orders around your heart, they bypassed those blockages, they bypassed the bypasses we did and your parts getting blood flow let me tell you something, only God can do something like that I don't care what nobody says God wants you healed this morning They think that God uses sickness to chasten his children and that God is glorified by his children suffering sickness. Uh uh-uh. uh. God's not glorified through that. God's glorified when you're healed. Now, I don't, I don't have the answer. Sometimes, I know some people think right now, well, then why, when you pray for people, why ain't they healed? Why don't they leave the altar healed, completely healed, and set free? I ain't got your answers. I can tell you this. The Bible says for the for, for the church to call for the elder for the for, for the people that are sick to call for the elders of the church. And the Bible says the elders of the church will lay hands on them. And the prayer, the righteous prayer of a of, of the prayer of a righteous man, amen. The fervent prayer of a righteous man, amen, will heal the sick. And if there be any sin, it will even forgive the sin. Amen. I do that. That's all that I can do. Can I tell you this? The results is entirely up to God to do what God wants to do. But in my faith, I can have all the faith I want. And I've seen it work many a time. I don't understand it. I wish I did. I wish I had the answers. I'd write a book about it. I don't have the answers. But Brother Frank, I've seen people walk up to somebody and say, you've got a heart condition and you might not have known it, but God's healing you right now. And go to the doctor find out that they see the scars where it was, but now you're healed and set free and delivered. Amen. That's a man of faith. Amen. Why can't you do it? I don't understand it. I don't know. I'm still talking to God about that. But then I don't care how much faith I got. If you want to be healed, it's going to have to be our faith coming together agreeing one with another agreeing on the word that God's gonna heal me and set me free I believe you can be instantly healed in Jesus name you see we're getting away from that Pentecostals getting away from that we're walking away from it God don't want you walking away from nothing he wants you to get deep in the word and believe what the word says amen that's what I'm praying for that's what I'm hungry for amen I'm not looking for another Zuzu Street experience. That's not what I'm looking for. Amen. I'm looking for a bulk child of God experience right now, this day, right now, not to repeat anything he's did, but do something brand new and let the world know that God is still God. Jesus is still Jesus. He's still the Son of God. The Holy Ghost is still the Holy Ghost. And people are being delivered and set free because they were willing to take another step for God. God's let me know, son, you got a few more steps to take. I tell God every once in a while, I say, Lord, we're going to have to hurry up. He said, Why? I said, Because I'm getting older. He says, That don't make no difference. You're getting older. I said, But Lord, he said, No, there's no buts with me, son. And you know, you know what God just put in my spirit. You know what I'm, what I'm gonna start telling God? I said, God, it's not that I'm getting older. And if I do get older and something happens that I can't finish what you started, you know what you'll do, Lord? You'll put somebody else in a place to carry on where I left off. Amen. Look out, preacher. Ain't that what he did to Joshua? Moses leading the, people to the children of Israel to the promised land. God said, come on, Moses, I wanna show you something. Took him up to the mountain amen and showed Moses and Moses there it is that's the promised land but I'm, you're not going to enter in you're going to see it and amen and the Bible declares that God buried Moses right there on the mountain uh, and nobody don't know where he's buried to this day had they'd have known where God buried him they'd have went and got him and then made a shrine out of Moses that are worshiping God don't you know this morning that if, that, if they get everybody's jewelry, that's why, people, that's why people say you can't wear jewelry because it's no, no jewelry, there ain't nothing wrong with jewelry. It's how, it's how you do it. That's right. I don't care if you got a ring on your finger big enough, you got to have a sling like my sister's got to hold your hand up. That don't bother me. I don't care nothing about that. Because they took the gold, they took the rear rings, they took the rings they called the metal, and they melted it down and they made a golden calf. Now, don't you know if they were willing to make a golden calf and worship that calf? that had God let them know where Moses was they went and got him, brought him down and done some kind of shrine with him they'd have worshiped him, amen no, they mourned for 30 days for Moses and it was all over then God said, okay Joshua it's your turn my servant Moses is dead now you take over so let me tell you do you know what God's showed me through all this? don't think son that you're the only one that can do what needs to be done I got others just waiting so don't worry about how old you're getting find little to be this old <laughs> don't worry about how old you're getting it don't matter son I'm God I can continue on where you leave off I say, okay God but please don't let me leave off nowhere until I'm through you know what God says when I'm through you're through I said yes sir <laughs> amen I'm not in control of this this ain't my ministry I I didn't just wake up one one morning and say you know what I think I'll go preach I think I'll go start pastoring somewhere no but when God called me to preach instead of taking a step forward I took 15 steps backwards because I said no ain't no way and then when when, when, when God got to dealing with me sure enough and I could feel the convicting power of God moving I had to take another step I had to take another... Second. I got to the point I won't even go into church. My wife says, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. Why, why didn't I want to go? Just like a lot of other folks do, because I'm afraid of what God's going to do when I get there. I don't want to preach. I don't want to do that. And I know God's called me to preach. And if I go to church, something's going to happen, and he's going to remind me. <clears throat> so there's a lot of people say, well, I ain't going to church because I'm afraid of what God might do. Uh, some people say, well, I, I, don't want to get, I don't want to get full of the Spirit of God, full of the Holy Ghost, because he might want me to go to Africa. If you don't want to go to Africa, just give somebody a thousand dollars and let them go to Africa. Send them. No, you don't have to be afraid of nothing for God because I'm gonna tell you something. God let me know, son, before you go, before you get to where you're going, I'm already there. Before you ever get before you ever get a message, when a message when you are there, the message will be there. Don't worry about it. So I had to keep taking steps. And They were baby steps, amen. But that one night when that man of God laid hands on me and he said, Son, you got to obey God and do what God wants you to do. He never told me I was called, he never done this, but he let me know. Through the Holy Ghost, he began to speak. He laid one hand on me, the other hand shot straight up now. He began to speak in tongues and said, Son, follow God. He's the one that said, God said before you get to where you're going he's already there before you get there he's already got the message you don't worry about it you just go you know what I did I took about three steps stopped looked up said God here am I if you still want me take me and use me for the glory of God open the door i break my back to get in it and he's opened the door said to Carol and I didn't want to go in but he said what did you promise me I said yes sir I'll go and I tell you this every time I went every time I went I was blessed before I ever left When I thought they won't no blessing there, God blessed me every time. Folks, let me tell you something. You ain't got to be afraid of nothing. God's got you. How many know God's got you? And I'm talking 42 years later. Amen, I'm still doing what God, I feel in my heart and know in my heart that this is what God wants me to do. Because God wants me to take another step. And not only does he want me to take another step, he said, take some folks with you. Help some folks take another step. And that's what we're trying our best to do. Amen. Somebody shout praise the Lord as well many of God's people have lived a life of poverty and, back and and lack lack struggling financially all their lives because they refused to let go of the tradition in the church that taught them that poverty amen that poverty is the mark of humility poverty is a curse poverty is a curse not a blessing God don't want you in in, in poverty. He wants you blessed beyond measure. What did Jesus say? Jesus said, I give you life. Not only will I give you life, I give you life more abundantly. You and I that are children of God, blood bought by the the blood of Jesus Christ, we should not even be living the average life. We should be living above average because the children of God are blessed beyond measure and all God wants you to do is walk in faith, believe, and he'll supply every need you have according to his riches and glory. You see somebody's got plenty of money? First thing people say, well, I wonder how much of that they stole. They didn't get it honest. Ain't no way in the word they got it honest. Can't get it honest. Let me tell you something. There are some folks out there that's got plenty. And when I say plenty, I mean plenty. That got it as honest as the day is long. And God just blessed them with it. You pay your tithe. You pay your tithe There's no way that God Is not in return going to bless. Is he going to give you money every time? No, 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 he's not going to give you money every time But I tell you this You pay your tithe And, and do what, what God wants you to do According to the biblical principles You'll never go lacking of nothing I'm so thankful that this church I'm going to brag on you I'm so thankful that this church and I said it before not too long ago I told Brother Mike I said Brother Mike figure out to me if you will just figure up for me huh, what percentage of our church is tithing and I done told you what it was most churches are 10, 10 to 15% tithers in their church I don't care how big or how small it is, 10 to 15% tithers in the church do you know what the power level of Pentecostal Church percentage of tithers in this church is? Eighty-nine point nine percent of the people are tithing in this church. Do you see how God is blessing this church? Yeah. Yes. Amen. God's blessing this church. Why? Because people are blessing God. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's all about Him. But when you do according to what He says, do uh, there's nothing, no way other than you can be blessed. God's that's the only place God says, "Try me and see if I won't pour you out more blessings you even contain." Yes. And I tell folks all the time, pay your tithes for 90 days. If God don't bless you, I'll have Mike write you a check. He'll give you you a check for every dime you wrote back. He'll give it right back to you. Amen. For 90 days, if you pay $3,000 tithes, Mike will write you a check for $3,000 if God hadn't blessed you in in them 90 days. You won't miss a thing. You won't lose a thing. I've told that at every church I've been. I can't get nobody to try me out on it. I promise you, if Mike don't give it to you, I'll give it to you. Somebody said, where are you going to get it? That's right. I'm coming to the man on the front row. <laughs> I like what he says. God will give it to you. I tell folks, if you pray right, it's going to turn out right. Amen. No. Oh. Many of God's people have spent their lives in ankle-deep waters because they were not willing to go on to receive the mighty baptism of the Holy Ghost in power. They have even gone so far as to say that the the, the tongues are of the devil and that the gifts of the Spirit passed away with the last apostle. I got news for you. Ain't nothing died with the apostles. Amen. Somebody says, well, the days of miracles are over. Let me tell you this. There's never been a days of miracles. It's always been a God of miracles. He's still on the throne today. Amen. Ain't never been a days of miracles. So, so some are stuck in the ankle deep waters of tradition ways uh, and doing things they can't worship God unless you sing uh, out of the songbook. Do we have songbooks? Have we ever used them? I don't think I've never picked one up since I've been here. That's three years. It's time for me to get mad. It's time for you folks to start singing out of songbook sometime. sometimes. That's the spirit of some folk. Amen. Some are stuck in ankle deep waters because they believe that dancing in the church is worthy and ungodly. Let me tell you something. When the Holy Ghost moves, you know it's the Holy Ghost. He'll let you know it's him. And I've seen people, when women, when women get up here and they start shouting and carrying on doing this, they fall out. The first thing somebody do is one grab a blanket and put it over. I've never in 42 years of ministry never got a blanket and put over a woman yet. What do you mean, preacher? Because if it's the Holy Ghost, ain't nothing gonna be showing, ain't got no business showing. Right. If it's showing, then huh, you might better test the spirit to see if it's the right spirit. Somebody shall praise the Lord. I, one minister was praying for folks and every time he laid his hands on somebody, they'd fall out. They'd fall out, fall out. He called me up before he started praying, said, jerk. come help me pray for these folks. And I said, okay, I'll help you pray for them. So I got up there and I was standing behind him. He laid hands on them, they'd fall out. I'd do like this. Boom! The next night, he said, Jerry, come help me pray. I said, all right. He got me off to the side a little bit. He said, Jerry, I said, what? Don't let him hit the floor so hard. I said, well, keep your hands off of him." Let me tell you something, if it's God, it's God. My wife will remember this. I got to her and go. My wife will remember this. I prayed for a woman in Little in my first church. Pray for a woman. She was church of God. She came to church on Sunday nights a lot of times to worship us, her and her husband. She came in one night. She was standing up. She was, something was going on with her. She needed prayer. And when I laid hands on her, she fell out, I mean, just like she was dead. And when she fell out, amen, the corner of this pew right here, it caught the back of her head. And when she fell down her head like that, and she just laid there and I backed up, I said, well, my God, I guess I've killed her. But you know what? it was God because when she come to it about five minutes she got up I said are you okay is everything fine she said yeah I said is your head hurting she said no why I said honey your head hit that pew the corner of that pew it would have opened it up had God not been with you let me tell you something folks you ain't got to worry about what God's doing he knows what he's doing all the time take another step for God Still others have adjusted to the idea that dancing may be allowed but only when the Holy Spirit makes you do it. This they call being in the Spirit. How many know that David danced before the Lord? The Bible said he danced before the Lord with all his might. And the Bible says his wife up there, I think it was his wife was looking down on him and when he came in, he said, ain't you, she said, ain't you something? You out there dancing before that crowd out there, you the king Ain't got your king royalties on or nothing. Out there in your pure underwear, out there dancing and carrying on. Don't you think? That's the foolishest thing I've ever, ever seen. You know what I hear David telling his wife? Honey, I won't dance with you. I'm dancing with God. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bible said to dance with all his might. I don't see nowhere Well God, amen, told David to get out there and dance. Preacher, you're promoting dancing? No, no. I'm not promoting dancing in the church. I'm just saying take another step and let the Holy Ghost do with you what the Holy Ghost wants to do. Amen. Is that all right? Yeah. It's time to get back to Pentecostal. If you happen to open your eyes (laughs) While you're dancing Make sure you don't run over somebody Or run into the wall Then you're in the flesh (laughs) That's what some people believe Somebody tell somebody Why don't you take another step Neighbor I love you That's what we need to start telling people I love you you can, you can just splash around in ankle deep water If you want to But I'm going swimming I'm getting ready to close this message But look, look at this After Ezekiel had reached the swimming waters After he came to the place That was uncrossable So big, so vast, so deep, so fast uh, He was brought back to the bank Where there were many trees once God, listen to me, once God has liberated you from the bondage of religion and tradition and once you've realized that God is bigger than your traditions bigger than your church, that God is bigger than anything you've got, bigger than your organization bigger than your opinions, once you have reached a place where you admit that you don't know it all and you're willing to say there there may be more than what I have right now, then you have reached a place where God can use you and you can become qualified to show others the way out of the midst of trouble that you in. Let me tell you, folks are looking at us because they want to see us walking in victory, and the only way to walk in victory is walk in Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Amen. Who was that that led Ezekiel out? You may be tempted to say it was an angel, but the Bible says it was a man. Tell somebody, I am that man. I am that man. I'm gonna start leading people out of the mystery. Paul said I would you follow Christ even as I follow Christ you know folks that's where you and I as children of God got to get to the point I would that you will follow Christ even as I follow Christ in other words don't do what I say do as I do amen Amen? that's where God wants us in other words we need to start letting people know I'm here to help you Mm -hmm. I haven't been all the way but I've been quite a ways I haven't gone everywhere but I've gone somewhere I don't know it all, but I know something. Amen? That's what we need to tell folks. It ain't that I know everything. Tell your neighbor, let go and go swimming. Let's go swimming. Look at somebody and tell them it's time to go deeper. Take another step for God. Amen? For somebody today, they're here by the way of internet, you're listening, I thank God you're in tune today. The next step is going to change your life. The next step means a whole new dimension. The next step means the end of some of old stuff uh, and some of the battles you fought. You're not going to have to fight anymore. Some, for somebody, uh, this next step is going to break you out of some traditions uh, and have robbed you. They have robbed you uh, and limited your experience and held you back. Uh, I've just got to prophesy right here and right now. Uh, somebody uh, is getting ready to fly. Hey, Amen. Uh, they're getting ready to fly. Somebody uh, has been in caliperal stage uh, and you knew uh, that something was changing but you just couldn't seem to break loose into the next level but today today is your day take another step spread your wings and fly for the glory of God this next step is taking me out of some stuff this next step is taking me out of some drama this next step is taking me out of some misery this next step is taking me out of the mud I've been stuck in the mud but today I'm coming out in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm trying to close. The Holy Ghost is saying to somebody today, the struggle's over. You've been pushing, you've been fighting, the good fight of faith. But The Holy Ghost said, tell you, you're getting ready to step into a place with God where difficult things become easy. Somebody is getting ready to step another step for God. The Holy Ghost said he's going to take the sweat out of, out of, out of it you're getting ready to step into a current of the anointing that is going to lift you to, to places you could never get on your own. You see, folks, that's what I'm. That's where I. That's where I want to be. I want to continue to be moving for God to places that I don't even know. You're getting ready to step into a current of the anointing that is going to accelerate your progress. You're going. You're going. You're getting ready to pass some people that have gotten comfortable and satisfied. You're getting ready to pass some people that got stuck in tradition and philosophies of man. Tell your neighbor, take another step. Internet, you folks on the internet, take another step. Don't stand there no more. Don't, 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 don't rest there no more. Don't, get out of your comfort zone. Amen? You're one step away from glory. You're one step away from glory you've never seen before. You're one step away from the anointing you've never experienced before. You're one step away from the realm of miraculous. You're one step away from the joy unspeakable and full of glory. That's where God wants his people, full of glory that's unspeakable, full of joy and full of glory that's unspeakable. You see folks, it's time to go swimming. Take another step. Brother David, come on. I know somebody I'm talking to is feeling the pull of the current of the spirit to go deeper. Somebody, either here or up yonder by the way of internet, somebody's feeling that pull from God in the spirit to go deeper for him. You're getting deeper in the current of the spirit of things. Amen? Somebody's feeling a rushing around you. And you know you can't stay at that level anymore. I gotta take another step. To stay at that level would grieve the Holy Spirit. To stay at that level would frustrate your faith. To stay at that level is to choose stagnation. You see, water would stagnate. Amen? You can't stand in stagnated water. You gotta get out of where, the, where the currents flow in the water and move in the water. I know there are a lot of believers who are satisfied in ankle deep waters. And I'm talking to church all around the world. I'm not talking about pine level. And others have progressed to their knees and they're satisfied there. But some others have got to their waist and they're satisfied there. Let me tell you something. But there are those few rare people and distinct individuals who want everything God has for them These are the ones who have already decided I'm going With the river I'm gonna flow with the Current I'm gonna flow with the spirit I'm not not gonna Hinder the spirit any longer I'm gonna flow where the spirit flows I'm gonna flow I'm gonna be in that current of the spirit And flow where God wants me to go And do what God wants me to do That's what I'm gonna do it's time to take another step You see I'm gonna flow of the Holy Ghost I'm going deeper I'm going to the next level I'm going to take another step. Everybody stand to your feet if you would. If you're here this morning, Brother David, go ahead. If you're here this morning, you feel like God's pulling you, nudging you to take another step. The altar's wide open. Well, preacher, people are looking at me. Now you got to get rid of that. It don't matter what people are saying. It not matter what people are seeing. You just obey God. You're going to be okay. If I worried about what people said and what they saw and how they, whatever they thought about me, I, I wouldn't be here today. But you know what? I love people and I care for people. But God told me a long time ago, that individual that's talking about you is talking about somebody else. That individual that don't care for you, they don't care for anybody else. But son, I want you to know something. I love you to the point that I was willing to die for you. You won't find nobody else that's willing to do that for you. So trust me, be with me, and overlook that. In other words, take another step and overcome what the flesh is trying to get you to do or say, amen. Sing, David. <clears throat> you're here, you need the Lord. You need you. whatever you need. Celebrate Jesus. Celebrate.
1: celebrate.
0: When you take another step, that's what you're doing. You're Celebrate, celebrate you. Jesus. Celebrate.
1: Hallelujah. Celebrate celebrate. Oh, Glory to so Thank you for sending
0: me my way. master. I pray for the, Lord Jesus, Lord, of
1: the of I pray for the
0: Somebody shout praise the Lord. Lord. She wanted to go all the way around the church, but I don't think you're going to make it. She can go up the aisle and back. Amen. Open that door, take her outside, and run her all around this place. Somebody shout praise the Lord. Take another step for God. Everything's going to be all right. Hallelujah. Any more announcements? Two more gone. I'm afraid. I'm afraid my yeah. It's it, it just, wow. wow, wow. It's gone. Glory to God. It was gone. That's what God does. Amen. Anybody else? Amen. Mike Rohorst to the back. We're fixing to good. Anybody else? Praise you got the time to tell it? Amen. Everybody shout, Praise the Lord. Praise Tonight at 6 o'clock. hope to take care Thank you, sir. Yeah. I need to wait until everybody comes out. Sit back in there, door, Curtis. Sit back in the door. Sit, sit back in the door Hello, friend. How you doing? Oh, bless you. Hey, girl. How you doing? It's been raining a lot. All right. Bless you, man. Appreciate you. Hey, Wayne. Where that peps at? I'm you in your pocket, too, but I got on the bless you, my friend. God bless you. Did he get a card on these guys? This guy right here. Who's this guy right here? This is Larry cousin, First cousin. You're Larry's first cousin. He's on the mama's side. Larry. Larry.